Hi, friends. So I, I want to take this podcast back for a minute. I want to pull back to the days when I just kind of spoke to the microphone and was figuring stuff out out loud, uh, because there have been some changes um, over the last year or so, year and a half, almost two years. Uh, on this podcast, what I've been doing on YouTube, focusing on INTPs, my fellow INTPs of my per my same personality type, and realizing <clears throat> that there have been some changes in my physiology over the last year or so um, since I started the YouTube channel focused on INTPs. And I'm trying to figure out the connection. I've only recently discovered that I'm an Enneagram One. Uh, this was back in January of 2021. As of this recording, I was a few months ago. And I immediately wrestled with it. It was really hard for me to accept. Uh, I do accept it. And now I'm going through and have been going through a lot of my, all the stuff that fell out of the closet <laughs> once I realized it. I realized that, um, so I'm specifically a subtype of sexual one, which means one to one, one. So Enneagram ones in general are typically a little bit more focused on perfection, uh, focused on anger. Anger is the passion of ones. And the anger comes through either trying to make yourself perfect or good. It's really about goodness. It's really about being good or, or bad, right or wrong. And uh, as a sexual one, my rightness or wrongness or goodness or badness is a projection onto other people. So I have, it's very easy for me to be judgmental about other people. That's just like my default mode. I don't do that in a very extroverted way. Like I know when people think about that, they're thinking of people on like a, I don't know, the Real Housewives or something that are just being externally judgy, but I'm also an introvert. So my judgments are typically internal or they go on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, uh, sometimes I've translated into comedy a little bit as well uh, to make fun of people and that hurts people's feelings. And uh, I've been kind of repenting around that and, and feeling a lot of that um, and, and dealing with that. You know, I also tried to talk to my parents about that a little bit. And I said like, Hey, I kind of feel bad that there's a lot of things I put on you guys that are not about you. And then my dad was like, no shit. <laughs> um, which is a little bit of a fucked up response, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I projected onto them about how I feel about myself. And I've been feeling the same way about what I've been doing with INTPs that how I feel about myself, I've project, been projecting onto INTPs because a lot of INTPs remind me of myself, either at a younger age or currently. And um, there's a lot that I wrestle with that. With that. I wrote a tweet this morning was, that was basically explaining my kind of uh, ego fixation as an Enneagram One, that to you know do as I do, not as I say, and also do what I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of giving advice about things that, um, you know, I, I could quote unquote, have all the right things to say about health or money or relationships. And I myself, am nowhere near perfect on all of those things. Right. And, um, but I know all the right things to do so I can tell you what to do, even though I'm not doing the right thing. So I I'm kind of, that's, it's such a weird thing to admit. I think that's such an obvious thing that someone could look at and be like, oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> and uh, uh, I feel frustrated. First of all, that's why it was hard to accept because I had my own judgments of what it meant to be a one in the Enneagram, especially a sexual one. And realizing that 
um, it it's like unappealing. It it feels unappealing, right? It feels like my personality type sucks and <laughs> as an enneagram type, um, but I'm 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 accepting it. I'm I'm in the process of accepting it. So in the process of this acceptance, I'm realizing that. Um, you know, the YouTube channel, while it has been helpful and my intent is to help, my intent is to provide, uh, guidance and advice and all of that stuff. Right. Um, so it's, I'm not just doing it to be a jerk. My intent is to be helpful, but if you were to kind of pull back and, uh, see it from an external distance, it just feels like I'm being judgy and, uh, I'm learning to be aware of when I'm being judgy and when that's not good for someone's emotional state and how that feels to me, how that feels to others. So the, as I mentioned in the last two years, when I started the YouTube channel, um, like August of 2019, I think I, my cyclothymia, which I've talked about on this podcast, my cyclothymia basically reset it went from tri-monthly to monthly. So every three or four weeks, kind of more on a lunar cycle instead of a, a tri-monthly cycle, um, I would start to go through my cyclothymic cycle. Um, cyclothymia is like bipolar three, if you're not familiar. It's sort of a lower, a milder version of bipolar disorder, though mild is like, it still sucks. It's like a hard, it's hard to call it mild because uh, it's like a, it's about as of dysthymia, which is not quite full major depression, but it's dysthymia. It's like a lower sort of energetic state. And then there's uh, hypomania, which is not quite bipolar mania. It's not a manic episode, like an unconscious manic episode, but it's a, it's kind of like a high functioning mania, I guess. Um, but still sucks. Like I said, um, it's still very much like a change in mood, change in tone, change in behavior, change in needs. And I'm realizing that the more that I enable my ability to be judgy, especially towards INTPs who are reminding me of myself, that may be the pattern as to why my cyclothymia has been monthly as opposed to tri-monthly. So I did an experiment last uh, the last two months and I've been trying to do the work seasonally. So I, I kind of took a month off of doing YouTube stuff and my brain just felt far more relaxed. So uh, just based on that simple experiment, it's starting to feel like that's one of the major issues that I'm enabling myself to be judgmental and my brain is like tight and it's serious and it feels like I'm trying to push a giant boulder up a hill to change all INTPs to be better. Um because if they're better, then I can be better. <laughs> uh, and it makes me look better, right? So I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm battling what to do there. I'm battling what to do with this podcast. I'm battling what to do with the YouTube channel. Part of me wants to separate it out and keep everything there because it has been helpful to people. People like the channel. I'm not trying to say that I've done bad things, right? Like people like the channel. People like what I've done. Uh, people like some of the work. Some people have responded negatively, but mostly it's been pretty positive. So that's the challenge is like, it takes a lot out of me to do this really good work. And at the same time, it's also not lucrative. So there's that side of it too. And that INTPs, I've been warned in the past that INTPs are not the most um, viable audience. They're a small audience. And Seth Godin talks about smallest viable audience. They're a small audience, but they're not necessarily a viable audience. 
so I have courses and things like that. And, and every once in a while, someone buys a course, but, um, it just hasn't been sustainable enough for me to, you know, to make a living. And I'm not even trying to make a living. I'm trying to account for the 10 days in which that I can't, uh, uh, that I have difficulty operating, that I uh, am in my cyclothymic cycle. And when I work in that cycle, I over push myself. And, and if I push myself and then I crash, the harder I crash, the, the deeper I go into like suicidal ideation and all of that stuff. It gets really hairy. So I'm, I'm, all of this goes back to me. Now I'm trying to think about me. I'm trying to think about what does this mean for myself? What does this mean for me as uh, a creator? Is there a way, like, is this, is working with INTPs almost too close, right? Is it too close to a major aspect of my identity that is um, triggering me regularly, which is good. It's good to have that exposure. I, I'm not saying that that's, that's the tricky part too, right? It's like having awareness of all of these INTP behaviors allows me to be aware of my own behaviors uh, and, and to be able to grow that way. Um, but at the same time, I'm wondering because of my mental health, it, I'm wondering if there's another way for me to use my strength and talents to, uh, to, to teach or to create, uh, give advice or tutorials or recommendations in a way that is separate from this personality stuff. It's like almost too, too much, too close, right? It's too close to home. And, uh, it's too serious, right? Like some of the earlier podcasts were a little lighter and it was just me like kind of goofing off. Right. And I feel like that's what I want to bring back a little bit. So like I talked about wanting to split things off, I had this idea of maybe taking the YouTube channel renaming it, you know, the internal code, just focusing on INTPs. And then this podcast can go back to me just kind of talking about uh, this sort of stuff, what I'm figuring out about life, what I'm figuring out about my mental health or lighter things uh, related to mental health as well. Um, and a lighter tone, you know, it could be serious stuff, but in a lighter tone, it's almost like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the band, Matt and Kim, they are kind of a lighter tone musically, but they talk about heavy things, right? So I'm, I want to strike that balance a little bit, uh, a little bit better. And I feel like I've just been too serious. That's really what it comes down to is I feel like I've just been too serious, serious in a way that is making me try too hard. I'm trying too hard to make INTPs a viable market when they're proving to me that they're not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I, I love INTPs. This is not about me talking crap about INTPs. This is my personality type, right? Like I, I love myself. I really, really do. And I want to support INTPs. And I've put out a lot of content that there is plenty there that exists for INTPs to get something out of. And I'm grateful that exists. Uh, but at the same time, I'm wondering if for the sake of myself, and it's okay for me to think about myself, even though the stress point from Enneagram 1 is to Enneagram 4, which is a little bit more emotionally self-focused, and I'm admitting that that's kind of a, a space that I'm in right now. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there isn't treasure there. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, if I do think about myself here, how can I do that in a way that isn't about being self-destructive, right? It's about a yes and thing. How can I build upon this? How can I build upon what I've already done, right? It's not about tearing anything down because that's kind of a tendency I've had in the past is like when I get into this stress space is like 
I, I just want to burn it all to the ground um, and start and do something new. Um, but I feel now that I want to take this opportunity to recalibrate, to realize how much I've been stiff, how much I've been serious, try to loosen things up a little bit. Can I still talk to INTPs, but be kind of looser? Or how can I make some things more fun? How can I continue to make this podcast more fun, throw in some jokes. I started to do like the joke at the beginning of every podcast episode. And uh, I kind of let go of that. And that set an interesting tone. And I I, want to maybe bring that back, Uh, maybe change the theme music. I feel like there's some things that we can do to build as opposed to tear down and try to just like do something completely different to be quote unquote unique because sometimes I get fixated on trying to be unique or creative and that messes me up too. And, um, but if I can think of how to be additive and not, it's not about disowning my strengths, right? Cause I can be a good teacher. I can be someone who can be helpful to people, uh, and have been, I mean, I have to own that. I have been helpful to a lot of people and I, I'm, I'm grateful for the ability to be able to do that. And I think I can still do that on this podcast. Maybe I can still do that for INTPs a little more occasionally and in a lighter tone. And then maybe also try to play with something else. I've been, you know, one of my most popular video on YouTube is on my personal channel. And it's about helping people set up uh, Zoom to play Jackbox games. That that has like 50,000 views. <laughs> and I, I did that in like five minutes. Um and there's the difference between that and what I've been doing on YouTube with INTPs is the distance, right? Like I'm helping someone with something I figured out, you know, I solved a problem and I explained things pretty well, uh, pretty easily. And there's no personal stake in it. You know, people leave me comments and I'm not, I don't feel judged. Whereas when I do something for INTPs or say something for INTPs and I get feedback or kickback, it feels a lot more personal. It feels judgy, it feels judgmental in the way that I'm being judgmental as well. So it's like, I'm playing the loop game. I'm, I'm keeping myself in this negative loop that is tightening my brain and uh, continuing to feed my cyclothymic cycle. Uh, and so I, I want to distance myself from that. I think, I think that's what I want to do and find a way to do that. I'm still not quite sure if that means keeping this podcast as dopamine and naming the YouTube channel, something else, or just keeping it all dopamine and just like pretending like nothing happened and then just keep going. Um, that might be it to not make it some grand formal thing. Right. Uh, but didn't just make some tone changes. Maybe the podcast, it changes a little bit in terms of the, the, you know, the, the format or um, the theme song changes or something like that. And the YouTube channel has its own kind of separate look or something. I don't know. Um, it's because like the word dopamine is everywhere. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's tricky. There's also that part of it too. Like dopamine as a DOPE, like misspelled is not the best um for SEO and stuff like that. So I am considering these like business things, personal needs, what's rational and practical. And then also I just want to be more fun. I'm kind of really tired of life being so serious. I'm so tired of being an adult. Uh, 
and, and I have to be an adult and I'm going to be an adult. I'm not saying that I'm not <laughs> trying to be, but I'm a human being and I want to have fun and I want to loosen the grip. Like I, I literally feel like my brain is squeezing sometimes when I am trying to do all of this serious work. Like I'm trying to make something happen. I'm trying to make people buy things. Right. Um, and that's probably it. I think I'm just literally trying too hard. And at the end of the day, I think that's like the core of all of this. Um, that that tags along with the Enneagram one aspect of all of it is that I'm trying too hard. I'm trying too hard to be good or to be right or to be helpful or to make money or to be a good partner and uh, create a sustainable living and to be a good dad and to be a good uh, friend and be a, all of these things when I don't need to try so hard to do that. I'm, I'm myself, I'm good as I am. And accepting that is a journey that I'm still very much working on. And um, I think part of that journey is starting to let go of trying to make INTPs the ideal vision of what I would like myself to be. Ooh, that was a hit. <laughs> that was a realization. I'm, I'm trying to make INTPs who I would like to be. And uh, shit. Wow. Okay. Thanks for listening. Cause that really helped me work it out. But you know, as an INTP, I've got my inferior extroverted feeling. That is a, a cognitive function also known as harmony in the, in the personality hacker uh, representation of that system. And extroverting feeling means talking it out. And I think that's part of wanting to get back into the swing of uh, talking on this podcast too, is like, I have realizations like that on the air, you know, while I'm talking, while I'm figuring this stuff out, it is entertaining to some people. It is interesting. And maybe it helps you figure out something for yourself. Um, and it's, it's like demonstrating as opposed to preaching, I guess. And um, it feels good for my brain. I, I kind of just like, I can, I don't know. I felt like a weight lifted when I said that. <laughs> so uh, I think that's part of it is, is making this an expression for myself. Um, also providing some support and providing some interesting finds uh, related to mental health, creativity, personality, all of that stuff. Um, but trying to keep it light and trying not to make this, try not, not put so much steak on it, put so much steaks on it, not steak as in like meat, but <laughs> not put high stakes on uh, what I'm trying to do, you know, that it needs to make money or that it needs to change lives or that it needs to do this or that. It's just, let's just talk. Let's just, let's just, let's just say what we want to say. Let's just do what we want to do. Let's just have a good time. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. Right. So I don't know. I, I felt like I needed to do this. So I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for joining me. If you have thoughts on this, uh, we've got a voice messages here on anchor. You'll see in the description, there are links, um, to leave a voice message. So if you have a question or a comment or something about this episode, um, also let me know if you would want me to put it on, on the air or, or if it's just a private message, that's a way to connect with me. Or if you just want to like, I don't know, comment on the episode or ask a question about what the hell I'm doing, um, or provide some feedback, uh, that would be amazing. Uh, also, we have a new website, dopeintp.com for INTPs. Uh, and if I do section things off, that will be where all the INTP stuff lives. So there's courses and all the things that I've made, which has been helpful to people. People who I've bought the courses have really, really enjoyed it. So go and check that out if that's something that suits your fancy. If it does not, it's okay. 
there's no stakes here. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm hoping that you'll stick around and continue to listen to the podcast as this thing continues to evolve, even 400 episodes in. Jesus, 400 episodes. Oh, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> um, with all that said, uh, I appreciate you. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Take care of yourself and uh, you know all the people in your life. Do the best you can. Don't sweat it. Enjoy yourself. Uh, much love. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Listen to the 48 Hours Podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. TIAA is on a mission. Why? Because 54% of Black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right. New music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. This has been a C-Note Media production. 